Jitney Talking Sports. It is Sunday, May 27, 2018. This will be a Memorial Day weekend for JD to forget. Well, not to forget, just Jesus, man. Sleep t- slept today, s- slept yesterday. I'm not doing shit tomorrow. I gotta work because I gotta start working Tuesday again. My dog freaking threw up in my bedroom, and then we just came upstairs and she shit in front of the front door after I just took her out again. My father's like, the gift that keeps on giving. I'm like, fucking crazy. Golden State, I'm sorry. Well, Golden State last night was down 17 at the end of one. I think down 10 at the half, and then poof. That was the end of that. Now, did we really think that Golden State was going to lose game six at home? Even if if uh, Chris Paul had played, which hamstring injury is everything. And from what I'm hearing, he's not going to play game seven either. Well, we got tonight, we got game seven. LeBron, losing 47-44, they missed. Did not have the best first half. A lot of missed, free, a lot of missed threes. Well, LeBron had 17. Come on, Lebr- LeBron, LeBron is freaking amazing. 17.7 rebounds. Horford, who I was bashed for last game, 14 points. 15 missed th- th- uh, threes in the first half. The Cavs, seven turnovers. You know, we'll see. Hey, they were down by eight at the half, four at the end. Hey, so maybe it'd be tied. I missed the uh, the HQ game for 25000 We were watching Killing Eve, two episodes of that. I watched all of Atlanta, all 11 episodes of season two. And I'll tell you the truth, I liked it and love it as much as the first season. I, I do think he's a genius. I kind of liked how this season ended. Kind of re- reminded me a little entourage-ish. But overall, pretty damn good. Killing Eve, very good. Very freaking good. And James Madison, their first ever national championship. They beat BC 16-15 today in the championship game. I saw the last six minutes. Freaking awesome. I think it was great. Here's a program never had uh, even been in a Final Four. Gets in their first Final Four, wins their first championship. And since the 90s, they're the first team besides Northwestern, Maryland, Virginia, there's only a couple schools that have won, UNC, that have won national championships, and now James Madison, which is pretty freaking awesome. Mets lose yesterday 17-6. They uh, gave up two touchdowns and a field goal. A.J. Ramos pitching like shit, who they're paying up a ton of money. Jason Vargas pitching even more like shit. Jay Bruce, so they were up, I think, 6-4 today. They blew it. Yankees last night were up 4-1 at the end of two. Sonny Gray did not pitch well. And instead of walking Trout yesterday, they decided to pitch him, gave a two-more home run to make it 5-4. Trout ends up going 5-for-5, five five, first five-hit game of his career, 11 total bases. Even He even uh, had an infield single where he was still hustling in an 11-4 game. But they were up 4-1, they ended up losing 11-4. But Sonny Gray, man, well, they're saying if he would have, maybe, you know, he could have got out of the inning. But Sonny Gray, another guy who wasn't getting it done. Jason Vargas isn't getting it done. Mets relievers, today they were up 6-4, they lose 8-7, so the Mets have a doubleheader tomorrow against Atlanta, weather permitting, not pretty for the local teams. And I found this quite interesting, that some NFL players, who they didn't name, considering sitting out, if, if Kaepernick and Eric Reed are not free agents, are not signed with new teams this season. This is from Sean King, from the, the Intercept Sean King, reported Sunday. According to King, they're throwing out the idea of hoping to get engaged with 25% of their fellow players across the league. How about that? That would be crazy. I was like, wow. 
I was like, that that is a serious freaking. Yeah, that that would be a very imp- if they do if they go that far. Now I can't believe twenty five percent of the players are going to do that. Both teams tonight from three point three point range, the Celtics and the Cavaliers are seven for forty two from three point range, seventeen percent from three point range today. That is atrocious. So it's forty seven forty four with seven oh four left in the third quarter. Yeah, not a lot of points being scored. I think they could pull this one out. But how about that? Now, I can't see that happen. 25% of the league saying, no, we're not going to do this. But if they do, listen, that would be ballsy, man. Well, they're talking about having a boycott, uh, teachers boycotting the beginning of the season. I'm sorry, teachers and students boycotting school next year against the gun laws because our politicians aren't uh, listening about all, you know, the shootings at the schools. So that I thought that was kind of an interesting proposition, and this one to me kind of like was like wow, I I really would like to know the players that are considering sitting out. That's what I'd like to find. And Zach Wheeler didn't pitch great today, but hey, they were up four one, and then and Cabrera got hurt today, and they're gonna do some tests on him. Oh, so Conforto hit a freaking hit a home run that was turned into a double. Yeah. Mets, man, not getting it done. Mets 25 and 24. They had Atlanta for four games over the next three days. Wow. They said the latest decision was they removed, removed Gesellman to put in Blevins, a lefty specialist who's struggling against lefties. So, Gisellman walked Jesus Aguilar to put runners at first and second, two outs, and Callaway opted for Blevins. Without an RBA single to Travis Shaw to pull the Brewers within 6-5. Then he was replaced by Sewell, and all hell broke loose. Dominguez Santana, double, two runs. Jay Bruce misplaying the carom. That allowed Santana to reach third. And Jonathan Villar followed with an RBA double. 8-6, Devin uh, Mesoraco got a homer to make it 8-7, but that's new shit. It's a close game here, man. 51-50. Like the album. Van Halen. Unbelievable. And Yankees today won 3-1, to one, which is nice. They took two or three from the Angels. They're one game behind the Sox. Tanaka, thank God. After pitching like shit, got a good outing from Tanaka. Thank God. Bit six solid innings, three one. Tanaka at five ninety one ERA in his previous four starts. Allowed one run, three hits, three walks over six innings. Struck out eight. Five and a third shutout innings. He gave a home run to uh, Andrelton Simmons. We get three one. Robertson and Patances pitch scores inning. Get the ball to Chapman. Got his eleven save. That's all that matters. Tanaka's six and two with a four six two ERA. So Trout and Otani combined to go zero and five, four strikeouts for Tanaka. All right. Yeah. Then he Hicks walked in uh, walked in a batter. Greg Bird. 
Burr got hit by a pitch. And then uh, ground out. You know, Harris made it 3 nothing. Hey, a win's a win. Listen, Yankees are 3 now. They got Houston coming in. Houston had a bad loss. Cleveland's up by 4 with 3.58 left. How about that? You got to love that, right? Yeah, I'd like to see this one come out. This, that'd be nice. Yeah, Sonny Gray sucks. Sonny Gray not getting the job done. Yeah, Love, Love is out tonight with a Game 7 concussion, which sucks. So they sent Torres down to AAA because uh, he's, he more, more fills a lot of different roles to bring up Greg Bird. I'll tell you, man. This game's getting a little crazy. Man, I'd love, I'd love the Celtics to lose. I would. That'd be awesome. Yeah, and have you seen this video of this little Tay, this nine-year-old, who has two million followers on Instagram, and she posts these terrible raps, and she thinks she's like money, Floyd Money Mayweather? I don't know. It was one of the scariest things I ever saw. It, I'm like, this is the beginning of the end of society. Well, it already is. This is like the Kardashians, but even younger. LeBron just did a fucking sick rejection. LeBron's a fucking beast. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. So, yeah, I was going to watch... What was I going to watch? I was going to watch a movie today. I did not watch it. So I decided to... Uh, what I do? Yeah, at the end of the day, about 500. What's awesome, his wife was chewing on a bottle. Power. He's a great, great freaking name. He's a great, great freaking name. I love his... I said, if if I had a name for a... Oh, now, Ronaldo says he's not leaving Real Madrid. Yeah. Oh, William, William, I'm sorry, Flores is going to return to New York for the evaluation after Sunday's game with his back. That's not good for the team. And the Celtics have Game 7 shirts is what I want to see. Game 7 shirts. What are the shirts they gave out today? My buddy Frank's friend has a huge... Almost time? Is that what it said? t-shirts say I'm trying to find oh game face oh game face yeah I don't <clears throat> yeah alright yeah I want a good game I just listen and the west the reigning champions in, in the I got that stat the reigning champs in the west are 8-0 and oh in conference championships game sevens Eight and zero does not bode well tomorrow for Houston. It doesn't bode well at all. And I read a really cool article, Sergio uh, Romo, for the Rays. So the Rays let him pitch the first inning of two games, so he could, you know, against the Angels on May nineteenth, so he could face uh, uh, Zach Cozart, Trout, and Justin Upton. All were left-handed. All struck out. Then Ryan Yarbrough came in and worked six and a third for the win. And he faced uh, Cozart, Trout, and Upton just twice. And some people say, oh, this is against, you know, what we do in baseball. He was first started after 600 games as a reliever. Next day he started again. He worked one to the third innings, again facing only right-handers. Again, he allowed no runs and striking out three. 
and three of the pitchers piece together the rest of the game with none facing more than 14 hitters, and they're saying, uh, Cozart said that this was bad for baseball, telling the Orange County Register that it could be a ploy to suppress future salaries for pitchers who would otherwise be starters. Romo emphasized, hey, if anything's just respect, we didn't want to fall behind to a team that's known to score runs in the first inning. They're studs. I'm not trying to ruin anything. I'm not trying to change anything. All I'm trying to do is what asked, asked, asked of me by my team at understand the activity. It's gotten. We're not here to make things easy on anybody. And uh, 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 Chaim Bloom, the Ray Senior VP for Baseball Ops, said that said that it gave you know wasn't a ploy, just a better chance for them to win. And he was the right fit to execute the plan. And you know, change does scare people. And he's he's not he's okay being the guinea pig. He said it's outside the box, kind of fitting with me because. There isn't much in my life that I've done inside the box. You know, a lot of big beard. And when they won the, he's from Brawley, California. When he pitched for Mexico, he's also pitched for Mexico in the World Series, uh, World Baseball Classic. And when they won the World Series with the with the Giants, he wore a shirt to the T-shirt to the parade that read, "I just look illegal." I thought that was funny. I just look illegal. And Representative Peter King. Out of New York, I love this. Disgraceful that New York Jets owner will pay fines for players in the for National Anthem, encouraging a movement premised on lies versus police. Wouldn't he support would he support all player protests? Would he pay fines to players giving Nazi salutes or spew racism? It's time to say goodbye to the Jets. And there were some very good reactions to that. I mean, I just was like, what the fuck? You're comparing these guys standing up. They're kneeling for the injustices in society. They're not putting a Nazi symbol up. I was just like, this is the sh-. And it's just scary. You know what? I'm telling you, social media, it's just anybody, it's, anything comes out of you, I'm going to just say it. I'm not going to take a second to process it. That's my response. Like, you could take the time to write this, and then he put it out there. Peter King, P. King, you're a fucking moron. That's what I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. I just fucking moron. I'm just disgusted. I'll tell you, you watch LeBron play. It's like a man among children. He just told you, he's like, okay, I'm going to get you the ball. I'm just going to pass it over to you. That block against Rozier was out of control. He's a beast. Now, it's only, okay, so first quarter points LeBron has had eight since. Okay, so first quarter he had 12 points, the rest of the team had six. Since then he's had eight, the rest of the team has had 30, which I think is nice. And now they're complaining. I love, you know, NBA players complain every time there's a foul call that there's nothing being done. The boss of his is like, no, no, they're not doing anything. They just tugged on like he just had LeBron's arm. Let me see. He had his arm locked, dude. Yeah, to get his thing off his jersey and, and Jason Tatum's like, dude, you're not gonna get a call against LeBron James. Not gonna happen. You're a rookie. No offense. You're not gonna get that call against LeBron ever. God. LeBron looks like a monster compared to Tatum. And Tatum Oh, nice. Oh. Ribbed in and out. Yeah. Yeah, historian Kevin uh, Cruz said, uh, yes, this is exactly like a Nazi salute. What a brilliant, rational, insane comparison. And Martina Navratilova, I I thought that was great. Yeah, rational, insane. Um, Martina said, it's time to stop comparing a protest against violence to a salute that was all about violence. Do you get that, Peter King? No, I don't think so. I don't think Peter King gets that at all. Scary. Oh, man. And this was freaking great. So I read a great story. It's it's from a book on Caddyshack. By uh, Caddyshack, The Making of a Hollywood Cinderella Story by Chris uh, 
Nashawati. So they bring in they bring in Ronnie Dangerfield. They bring him to the studio. This is from John Peters. Comes in an aqua blue laser shoot, which I could see him. He takes out a plastic bag and does two lines of coke. He undoes his shirt and says, where's the pussy? <laughs> he ended up making 35000 for the role, which, you know, was actually, he said he lost money because he could have made $150,000, you know, if he had, uh, give, because he gave up a month of headline in Vegas to shoot the movie, but it actually helped his career. And that uh, Harold Ramis said that he, uh, you know, you know, you know, comedians are very insecure. You know, they'd come over his lines trying to make them better, funnier. And uh, it's funny, when he first did his first scene, you know, where he's in the he's in the golf shop and he goes, oh, do you get a cup of soup with this? So he said, action. And Ronnie had never done a film before. He goes, I don't know what action. He goes, do your bit. Then he got it and he would just do stuff. But he up. But they said Ronnie was up every, 20 night, uh, every night writing up 20 new jokes for each new day. They said Ronnie was a perfectionist. Chevy Chase said uh, Ronnie couldn't act. He said, we shot a master shot in the 18th green, you know, with five or six of us standing around and you have to do your lines the same every time. He had some joke he put in there, and then when they did the close-up, he said something different. He said, he can't do that. It has, it has to cut together. He was not familiar with how movies were made. I think uh, they worked around him. And Murray got $250,000 a week for Caddyshack, which was a lot more than he was making on Saturday Night Live. And his brother, the, the, Brian Dole Murray, had basically run it about, wrote the movie about his experiences growing up playing golf. And they wanted to do it in California, but they figured if they, that's where the studio wanted to do it. But they said, hey, if we do it there, they're going to be too much on top of us. So they ended up do, shooting it in Florida. And who else was in it? Oh, and oh, uh, Ted Knight had cancer at that point, but he wanted to do a, f- a film role that was different from what he usually played. And for the kid, I forget who. The, oh, they, it was between Mickey Rourke was up for the role of the of Michael Kefro, which would have been terrible for him. He was not that. That was not his part. Yeah, they said the oh, the only person to take drugs on the on this movie was Ted Knight. And uh, John Barman played Smales, you know, uh, Spaulding's uh, grandson. He said, Ronnie would get stoned, you know, walk around the hotel in his wardrobe and said, hey, you want to come listen to my stand-up t- act? He'd be really interested in your reaction. He said, I was just a 19-year-old kid, you know. He was so paranoid, it was funny. He goes, then it would happen again the next night. After a week of this, you'd, you'd see him coming down the hall and you'd take off in the other direction. <laughs> so they only had... Re- so they didn't have a really role for, uh, they didn't have a part written for Murray, but they knew they wanted him in the movie. And then after six days, they wrote more shit for him. LeBron just had another three-pointer. Fucking LeBron, what a beast. And uh, Chevy Chase actually said, even though I'm the number one star in the movie under the title, I always think of Caddyshack as Billy's movie. And they had a beef on Sunday Night Live. They actually got it to a shoving match one time. But I got to get this book. It sounds hilarious, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mets suck. Well, Mets suck. Sonny Gray sucks. How about that? Jason Seaman, the uh, ex-football player turned high school teacher, played uh, Hero Friday. Uh, he three, took three shots. Underwood surgery was shot three times in, the, in his abdomen, hip, and forearm. And he's actually out of the hospital. And they said they, you know, he was many, uh, as well as many other heroes who kept the shooting from being worse. Wow. So Seaman, a science teacher who also coached football and track, helped stop the shooter and pulled out a, who pulled out a gun and opened fire while the seventh grade class was taking a test. 
he said, first of all, thank thank you to the first responders from Noblesville and Fishers for their immediate action and care. I want to let everyone know that I was injured, but I'm doing great. To all students, you're wonderful, and I thank you for the support. You're the reason I teach. And he says, as we told the kids, I will protect you. I thought that was really scary shit, man. Scary. Unbelievable. The Yankees took two or three, and now they're going to play Houston, which I'm excited about. So Gray's ERA was 598. Heading into Saturday, just three qualifying pitchers had a worse ERA. He's 2-2 two two with a 7-2-4 ERA and six starts a season at home. Uh, it's fucking scary. And actually, Gray had done well in 34 bats against Gray. Trout managed only seven hits, including three home runs. Listen, Yankees need more from him, man. Can't, put, can't go out there and feel like every time something bad's going to happen. So 13-4 games, first five it came for Trout last night. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Jay Bruce going in today, th- last 30 games, 220 batting average, 200 runs, 7 RBIs. Mariners have won an AL best 14 one-run games this season. All right, so the reigning champs are 8-0 in conference final games. Game 7 since 1984. Random stats by JD, but that's what I like. I, I like being random all over the place. That's the way I think. That's the way I roll. Yeah, Peter King, man, that's crazy. Just saw a Verizon commercial with a girl who was in Movie Money. Tyra Collar. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. And I, I did a bunch of trivia questions today, which I was very excited about. Yeah, and hockey starts tomorrow, man. How exciting is that? Hockey. Yeah, vanilla wafers. Cannot wait. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, Terror's ear said, don't trip. What did I see this from uh, on Instagram? Cat fans calling the Warriors lucky while currently playing the Celtics without Kyrie and Hayward is truly comedy. Listen, doesn't matter who you got to play. Who you have to play. It's Houston last night raised a hundred thousand to Santa Fe Memorial Fund after selling ten thousand tickets to last night's watch party. Iguodala, I don't know if he's going to play Game Seven either, man. Yeah. Until he's able to run without pain, I until until he's able to run without pain, I can't play him. This is gonna be a hell of a fourth quarter, man. Oh, we oh, no, I'm talking, we're in the fourth quarter. Just at a bank shot. Look what I just found. That's what that was. How about this? Shin So Chu is now the all-time home run leader. For Asian-born players, he passed uh, Hideki Matsui with 176 home runs. How about that? Out of control, dude. The Cavs held the Celtics at 13 points in the third quarter. Gotta love that. 
That is sweet. All right, and Dana White feels pretty confident in a lightweight title bout between McGregor and Nurmagomedov will happen. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Rockets were up 17 at the end of one, man. Could not get it done. halftime didn't do shit alright so Boston's up by two couple minutes left the rock then they blew him out the second half yeah Mike Trout 5 for 5 11, 11 bases 4 RBIs last night Clay Thompson at 35 Steph at 29 1 by 31 Yeah, Montreal Canadiens in 93, the last Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I did a bunch of trivia questions. Yeah, so Clay Thompson, 35 points, nine threes. Beast. Yeah, and Billy Sims has a freaking barbecue sauce. I didn't know this. I was looking at all these guys. Jim McElvain, uh... Bubba Baker, but the one uh, the one I was Billy Sims is his own freaking unbelievable another three pointer man. So you got ten minutes left, dude. This game's crazy. Yeah, Bubba Baker has his own freaking. I want to go to Billy Sims shop. I so want to go to Billy James Madison. Huge, so sweet, such a sweet win. Yeah, it's gonna be a great game. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, Will Power, man. His wife was crying. So Ed Carpenter finished second. Scott Dixon finished third. And freaking Dana Patrick crashed. First 80 laps. Done. Done, done, done. Yeah, Ronaldo. I'll see you next year. All these guys just talk out of their ass. And Vegas' overrunner for LeBron's points tonight, 38, is the highest of any player ever. I don't think he's going to score 38 tonight because it's only 64 with 10 minutes left. Yeah, CP3. When D'Antoni says it's a game-time decision, probably doubtful or questionable, doctors will test it and see if there's any possibility. You can't play with a fucking bad hamstring. Got to get those rebounds, dude. I mean, these teams are cold as shit. Uh, overtime, game seven, that'd be sweet. Oof, Airball three. Mr. Morris, that was ugly. That was ugly to watch. Ooh. Ooh. Sometimes tough to watch. And LeBron could play all 48 minutes tonight. You think? Yeah, I think so. How about this? A sixth grade teacher wrote, invite me to your Harvard graduation on a report card, and 21 years later, the student did just that. Okay. That's kind of nice, right? Wow. 
Corver took a three and got fouled on the three. I think he did a little acting on the fall. Well, they didn't call it. I know. You know who loves when I do this stuff? Mr. Frederick. So, Representative Peter King, a fucking lunatic. Players sitting out games unless Kaepernick and Reed get picked up. I, I really would like to see that. I would like to see the people that are going to do that. I really would. Can LeBron finish this one off? I don't know. And then tomorrow night we got game seven. We got game one of the freaking NH- the Stanley Cup finals. Excuse me. We also have Duke versus Yale, who beat the shit out of Albany yesterday in the lacrosse final. And I'm going to watch the last six episodes of Killing Eve on, on BBC America. It is freaking good, dude. It is awesome. All right. Let me get to my trivia questions. Trivia, trivia, trivia questions. All right. So we got Boston up by one with under nine minutes left. Okay, who was Steve Spurrier's starting quarterback in the last game he coached in the NFL in 2003-2003 for the Washington Redskins? Tim Hasselbeck. Tonight's trivia question. Who was the replay official in the press box for the last game Spurrier coached in the NFL? Who was the replay official in the press box for the last game Spurrier coached in the NFL in 2003? I know, I was, you know, I listened to MMQB Peter King, who's done now, and they just got a, oh, okay, I thought that was, tell you, man. Cleveland playing tough. The longer they stay in this game, the better. LeBron passed the ball in. The ball got tipped back to him, and he made the made the shot. That's called luck of the Irish in Boston. Okay, so tonight's trivia question. Who was the replay official in the press box for the last game Steve Spurrier coached in the NFL? That's tonight's trivia question. Also, oh my God, I don't know. He was passing to nobody. That was called a little travel davel. Yeah, Larry Nance Jr., yeah, my bad. When you put your head in, yeah, you got to, you, you can't go ice skating in the NBA. So Peter King from MMQB, who's no longer with MMQB, he's now going to be at NBC, gave me this trivia question. But I'm really, really uh, curious to see what's going to happen with the NFL players. I kind of like this. Kind of like the, you know, the parents boycotting uh, school to go protest in Washington. Because I was telling my parents today, I said, aren't they supposed to work, you know, these politicians supposed to be working for us? Not against us. I mean, when a kid walks out of a class, comes back in and starts shooting during their seventh grade test, what the fuck is a seventh grade kid doing with a gun? And I don't know what happened with the world, man. We, when we used to get in trouble, we just argued. Now these kids pull out guns? I don't know. I think everybody's too sensitive. It was interesting. I was listening to Martin Short and Steve Martin today, you know, about Politically Correct, where uh, they had a skit on Saturday Night Live where he was doing the news. Uh, and it was Terry Chase, and the guy was doing... Eh, it was for hearing impaired. He did it really loud, which was kind of funny, but you can't do that anymore. I mean, it just offends everybody. And Martin Short said he thinks it's ridiculous, and you have to just figure out what level works for you of your political, basically what your political correctness is. And I feel like, geez, we've become so fucking sensitive. You can't say anything anymore. I thought about it today during the lacrosse game. Like, are people getting upset because they say man up in a women's lacrosse game? Can they say woman up or woman down? I don't, I, I don't know if they'll take offense to that. Are those terms that are too sexist? But it's like, Jesus, let's, you know, take it down a fucking notch, right? Kyle Korver. That was not a good... You know, I think these freaking players have gotten so freaking attached 
to this goddamn three-point shot that I think they take it when when it doesn't need to be made. Take it anymore. I mean, God forbid. I mean, too many freaking three-point... Wow. This is not a pretty game, dude. Not pretty at all. All right. That's all I got to talk about. Yankees are going to play the Astros tomorrow. Astros lost... Gave up... uh, Astros lost a tough one today. Who'd they play today? Astros were behind. They gave up. Well, I've seen that today. Yeah, Tribe. The Indians scored five to tie the game in the ninth. Tribe and the both scored in the thirteenth, and then the, they won in the fourteenth. Greg Allen's first walk-off home run ends it. So they're going to come in pissed off tomorrow. Mets got a double header against Atlanta. We shall see. All right, folks. That's all I got to talk about tonight. All right. Have a good night. Talk to you soon. Peace out.